everybody. Welcome to episode 161 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am the other host, Paul Robinson. And uh, it's going to be a short one today, I think. Yep. Yeah. It's been a busy week for us. Not so. not so indie this week. I mean, we're not indie every week. We do mainstream things. We'll talk a little bit about I was going to our... say mainline, and I'm like, wow, that is... The mainline, those marbles. That is, really <laughs> that is a very different thing. Yeah. Uh, oopsies. Um, yeah, so we, we've got a review um, that we already had mentioned we were going to have. Um, and then uh, we were going to talk a bit about our trials and tribulations, if you will. Yeah. I guess you can say. Potential uh, roadblocks or just issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> current projects. So um, you're currently editing... Uh, so we're we're in post on two separate projects at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not uh, well. So basically, you're the conductor in this train of psychosis. I'm merely sure. a passenger who's hitching a ride in the caboose. Because uh, yeah. I I personally what a lovely caboose as well. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Uh, I personally just would never work on two things at once. It's not how I roll. I have like five things I'm um, working on right but, now. But, you know, you just like to make things difficult. Yeah. So uh, here we are. Yeah. We are. All while balancing a day job and mm-hmm. spanning time. No, we don't do that. <laughs> so let's not even <laughs> let's not even add that to the mix. Uh, so This is our weekly check-in. Pretty much. This is the <laughs> most that we'll speak to each other all week, even though we're in the same house, feet away from one another during the day. Um, it's all better payoff, you know what I mean? Not, it's not, you're not an easy person to, uh, uh, you're not an easy person uh, to get attention from uh, for sure. longer than like a minute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the, the, the ugh, it's just, it's a lot. And, um, you know, we started, we started on a, on an animation last year, as you're tired of hearing of, I'm sure, uh, that mm. is still not out. And then you were like, let's film something on top of that. That's going to have pretty complicated editing. It's not just like it's a scene that just needs to be, you know, propped together and then color corrected or something. It's uh, quite ambitious and obnoxious. And luckily for me, I'm out of that mix at this stage because I don't do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I critique them, but I don't fix them. So we are now, so we've, uh, we're fortunate enough to have Emmett Cook work with us again mm-hmm. on the animation. I don't know why this man continues to work with us, but I'm yeah. not going to question it really too far because he's great. And it's like, hey, if you want to put your time into whatever the hell we're doing, I'm just going to sit back and let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you also had to outsource another person yes, um, for something that I was like, you're going to be able to do this, right? And you were like, no problem. Tay, well, and then here we are, and you're yeah. like, I need someone else to do all of this because I'm doing 17 other things. Yeah, it's it's, and I and I could do it. I mean, it's just, but it's just such a, um, you know, it's it's doing the sound design and the uh, the full all the foley work because the sh- the short is 100 percent CG, so every single sound has to be recreated, and um, that is a very laborious project. And so um, I outsourced that because while I could do it. It's definitely something that is um, going to be taking up a lot of time, and you know, 
it's already going to be taking me a lot of time to just render this and animate it and all that stuff so I can start sending scenes as they're completed. So it'll speed up the process immensely having those two guys um, kind of do, doing that, you know, attacking that as, as we go. So theoretically, once we're done with the project, it's just some tightening up because I'm doing a lot of the editing while I am rendering because you kind of have to, you know, think that think as an editor while you're animating because you don't want any wasted time rendering. Um, Our audio is annoying the shit out of me, by the way. So if you hear this on your end, we're going to probably have to get new mics. Yeah. It's got to be something. I don't know. It's always something. Did it do this with our last... Uh... I noticed this in the last episode. I was well, like, With our last uh, mixer? I don't know. If it's the mixer, I'm going to be especially pissed mm. <laughs> because it's yeah. new. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I certainly don't want to purchase mics if we don't need to. This is this is the joys of, uh, you know, podcasting and all those fun things is that mm. um, you just never have extra money because it's always, something's always breaking. It's either your film equipment or your podcast equipment or, or something. Or your fridge or your... Or your refrigerator, which ours is uh, currently uh, in the process of telling us to go fuck ourselves. So yeah. um, we'll have to get a new one of those as well. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so the the project was as 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 so many things was intended to be a simple kind of. You know, of it's funny. I don't want to. I'm sorry to interrupt, but just are real you though? Quick, no, yeah, but <laughs> just before we move on, it's quick because I saw I looked over while I was talking and I just saw you like roll your eyes, and I was like, "Oh, what did I say?" But then it was the audio oh. issue. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? What did I say? Something wrong?" Do I offend? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sorry, no, I was just ahead. rolling my eyes at this at the audio because like you're talking and it's like going this and I hear it going like this and I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, I'm very um, auditory. Yes, Her, like there's I, a there's a, a a name for it. Yeah, um, I I I'm very sensitive to sound, mm -hmm. um, and not in like the TikTok way where everyone's like, I'm autistic. Oh my god, that's totally what it it's all solves all my problems now, and it's like no. I, like, yeah. um, I just I don't like um, like I, I can't not focus on something if I know I hear something that, like awry. Yeah. You know, somebody like someone like you, you're like, eh, whatever. And you just keep going. And my brain is just like, oh, my God, it's going to do it again. There right. it is. It just did it. It's going to do it again. It just well, that's it. the thing is, you know, just a, a quick sidebar is that, you know, I'm going to go through and, and, and compress this and uh, limit it. So it'll take care of a lot of that those issues you may still pick it up here and there but for the most part a lot of those issues you may not even hear and i think people listening to this may not be as sensitive towards it as sure as there's you are. other people that are sensitive to that yeah not but not one. not our legion of fans you know there's definitely other people that are like that not so our, it's it's quite, not our not our fan it's quite won't, they common, won't care um much more common than i thought uh but you know stuff like this in the 80s and 90s was just like stop being weird yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I think is still the case. It just I'm just weird about sounds. <clears throat> Crying babies. Don't like that. Yeah. Don't like the sound of that. I mean most people don't. Um so yeah, so like like most things that involve you, it was supposed to start off as simplistic. <laughs> yeah. And here we are in this sort of cavernous hell of chaos and the goal is to get this done sooner than later. It was mm -hmm. supposed to be literally done last year. Yeah. And we're we're like a year off, which 
in the biz is pretty on schedule, Yeah, <clears throat> to be honest with you. But we've always never run that way. We're, we've sort of been, we weren't the norm in that. Um, and when we talk to people that are like, yeah, we've been, you know, in post and like for three years. And I'm like, three years? How the hell are you in post for three years? It's yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and, you know, the, 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 the crux, if you will, there is that um, we're obsessive and we don't like to drag things out. So yeah. when we make something, it's always with the intention of getting it out as soon as possible, where yeah. for a lot of other people, making films is sort of, it's not even secondary because they have their jobs, then they have their families, yeah. then they have you know, whatever other side project they're in. And then they have like, oh, I'm going to my brother's wedding. Uh, I have this, uh, you know, trip over here and they're going on vacation and they have lives and things like that. And so uh, a, a 70 or 80 minute film winds up taking them years to, to, to edit because they're putting in, you know, maybe five hours a month into it. And it just, you know, it's just never going to get done. Right. Whereas like we film something and if we get home early enough, you're already starting to like export everything. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as that's done, like as soon as it's done, we're going through footage. Like a lot of other people will like wait <laughs> yeah. to even export stuff and then they won't go through the footage for like several weeks and I just can't even imagine that. Just as soon as that thing goes, ding, we're like sitting at the computer like, all right, first scene, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. Mark it. Which one do we hate? Um, so, yeah, we just work kind of differently. So for us to be off by a year is very, very unlike us. And it's yeah. driving me insane. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a beast of a project, too. But it's the first thing that we're working on that falls to the back burner when other things pop up for whatever reason, you know. Um, because of the nature of it, you know, there's not any kind of schedule with people or anything. It's just well, there's no one. Yeah, it's uh, it's an animation. It's like yeah. if we had actors, I'd be like, we can't do this, obviously, yeah. because they put their time in. But since there's no one really to upset except for robots that don't exist, yeah, we're just kind of like you're gonna have to wait um, because now the thing that we just filmed, um, you kind of hit a snafu, if you will, well, and then yeah, like. We were like, oh, we're going to have to go in another direction. And then you were like, no, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you yeah. like to be like, listen, what we were going to do, how do you feel about doing something completely different? Because yeah. I can't do this. And then I'm like, oh, like how well, that's different. That's the thing. It was, it was. And then you're like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it was a balance of, of time. You know, it wasn't something, you know, I, look, I can learn anything given the amount of, anybody can learn anything given the amount of, you know, just given the, the time, you know, you put in your 10,000 hours or whatever they say, uh, and you can learn anything. But it was a balance for me of like, all right, do I really want to go down this rabbit hole of learning this thing for this specific, you know, um, point in the film? Effect, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I was, I knew I could learn it. I didn't know how uh, intense the uh, the process would be. Silly rabbit. You know? And so then I was like, you know what? Let's write around it. Let's just edit around it. Let's figure it. This can we till, still tell the story? And then we're like, okay, yeah, I guess it still works without that one little aspect of it. And then, of course, in in uh, in in true fashion, I um, I was like, oh wait, then I can do this. Or I could, I've reached out to my fellow internet geeks, and people were willing to help out with that. 
section of it. So I may put that back in the story. And so, yeah, so it's been a, a bit of back and forth, but I'm hoping to get a lot of visual effects done this weekend. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to rain all weekend, so I can't, uh, I can't push you towards the yard work like I want to. Yeah. No, I know. I want to get the, the lawn mowed as Our well. Our lawn but... looks like something out of a horror movie. Yeah. Um, again, another thing that suffers when you have an mm. obsessive personality, uh, you know, yeah. we'll get to it when we get to it or we, when you get to it rather. Um, so yeah, so that, that's, that's sort of been the journey with that. And, um, it's still going. I mean, I, I don't even really have an, an ETA, um, because we are also kind of on this project, I'm not sure of the ET, hopefully soon, because that was always the intention. And then with the animation, my God, I hope we have that by fall. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I knew that like bringing other people on board would really like put me in check, you know, and so that way I couldn't, I'd have to c commit more time to it because it's easy for me to be like, oh, you know what, I'll just, I'll animate some more tomorrow. But now that I know I have people waiting for it, it's going to yeah. put a fire under me to... Not that I wasn't unmotivated or anything. I know, that but it's makes just... you sound really good, sir. Yeah. I can't, people out there like, I can't wait to work with this guy. No, but you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> it gives you that little extra whatever, you know, to, to not be so um, willing to kind of just put it off till tomorrow. Animations are, are weird. They're not like, it's just so different from film. Like with film, it's this hurry up and go kind of thing. And then with animations, it's like, I don't know, the urgency is is... There's yeah, there's just nobody relying on on it. I guess no one's waiting for it as much. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll just see like what happens and and how that goes. Um, so we'll keep we'll keep you posted. I know you're just sitting on the edge of your damn yeah. seats, uh, yeah. to to watch all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so we ventured out to the movies for the first time, and um, when we had initially bought our tickets, um, hashtag AMC. Uh, our I'm the seats my head in disapproval. The seats beside us were immediately blocked off. Right, right when we bought our seats, they blocked those off, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" Um, so you know, there's already a lot of space in these types of theaters, but now there's even more distance or whatever. And uh, when we got there, there was someone sitting right beside us, and I was like, "This is bizarre." And so I thought it was like an error. Yeah, but I was like. That seems unlikely. Um, and then I ran to go to the bathroom and asked somebody there. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not, like, implementing that anymore. And I was like, do you think you might have waited until, like, to do that in further shows? Because, like, yeah. when we bought our tickets, that was a thing. Yeah. Um, it's not like we bought them that long ago either. No. Well, we got them a couple weeks, couple weeks before, yeah. I mean, we got them, like, maybe uh, – Two, three weeks, maybe almost before know, the was show. Was it three weeks? I yeah. feel like it was less than that. But. No, it was, we got them in like June. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, it, it's, you know, it depends like how you, how you feel about the whole thing. It's just like we were already kind of like, you know, feeling skadichi about it. And mm. then, uh, you know, it was like, oh, great, people all around. <laughs> so, yeah. Fan freaking tastic. Um, so, the elderly woman in me is going to say, like, can we just bring the volume down slightly? It's just it's been, yeah. so much. Like, it's jarring. And they always do that thing where the um, the trailers are at a certain level. Why? And then when you get to the movie, it's, like, even, like, more intense. And you're like, whoa, I wasn't prepared for this now. 
why are the trailers so like why do I need to see a cup of of coke flying through the air at a decibel that is just deafening it is unnecessary your graphics are offensively loud anyhow um and the the seats shake a little yeah they i mean that's like okay like that's fine whatever like the but the the speakers are just too much it's just like and then uh, so the the trailer that you've been trying to avoid, which we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago for old, yeah. they played and I was like, this is the trailer you because, you know, you didn't know. Yeah. And since I had already seen the one I didn't want to see, I was like, oh, this is the one you don't want to see. And so there's no way you're going to be able to pin your ears closed when something's that fucking loud. So yeah. um, just in true form, they gave away the whole damn film in that trailer. I, I was at a point where I was just looking down. And trying not to watch what was happening because yeah. there was no way I was not going to hear it. And it's like, why? Just why yeah. do you have to show so much? Yeah, I, I was able to avoid most of it by plugging my ears and humming. <laughs> so I didn't, I, you know, I caught little phrases here and there, but I, I was trying to like focus on other things so that way I would easily forget it. Um, and I, I have, so that's uh, I'm, I, I that's was good. annoyed by that. I hate when they do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I also have to wonder, just just a just tangent side note. Um, so they do the whole like, oh, this is this is in four K or whatever the hell it is that they do with like true color vibrant source, yeah. uh, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, you could just mute the colors when you do the comparison yeah. to just be like, hey, look at the difference in the four K and these colors. Like, well, yeah, if you like mute down. The 4K, you could say this is what it used to look like, and just and yeah, people how, are like, how are we, yeah, yeah. How do I know? It's not like I have, you know, recorded visuals of what the screen looks like a year ago before you implemented this 4K rule, and you know now it's just like they do this sliding scale of mm-hmm. like, look at how much better the color is. It's like, well, yeah, I don't believe that for one second, but yeah. let's just get them. And they do on. this thing, which is like, it bothers me for no reason. Where it like it does all this crazy, oh, the sound is awesome, the picture's awesome, and then it ends and it gives you like one second, then it says yes, the projector is still on. Yeah, what is that? And it's like it's not like it sat for like t- you know ten seconds and then it said it. It like does it right away. But why does it need to say that? Is it being know. funny? I don't like, understand. I don't know. I, can I don't still get the joke. See the, the light on the edges. It's not like perfectly black either. So it's like yeah. Yeah, I I caught that too, and I was just like, I mean, it didn't bother me as much, but I was I just didn't get it. I was like, is that a joke that I'm not? cool enough to understand obviously the projector is still on we're in a movie theater yeah but it's the whole like oh it's so black the blacks are so black that oh is that really what they're saying that's why i'm saying what was what's the it's supposed to be so so the contrast supposed to be so good that the blacks are so dark that you wouldn't even tell the projectors on but it's yeah you can tell (laughs) who wrote that i don't know they should be fired i just hate that i mean i get the i get the joke or i get the whatever i didn't it does it because it wasn't so it does it right away it's like it fades out for like literally a half a second and then that text comes up it's like yeah obviously it's not like you shut it off it's not like you shut it off right away i have never been sitting there and thought that the screen is so black that it's not on so that's why that did that flew right over my head at warp speed because i was like what are you talking about of course the projector still on you could see it yeah the yeah. fucking light shooting across we're not there yet <laughs> the thing here all right projection booth um okay so uh we we went to see black widow of course there was no freaking way i was not gonna watch that um 
Well, we could have watched it at home, but we're like, you know what? Maybe we should see what this, you know. Well, this... for me, the plus was that I wouldn't have to have people pressed up next next to me. And then that went thought. to shit. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So the director uh, for this was uh, Kate Shortland. I've only seen one other film by her. I've heard of the others and other things she's done, but I've only watched one, which was the Berlin Syndrome, I think was it called. Uh, which I actually was pretty good. Um, I, I did like that film. Uh, I, uh, the writers, Eric Pearson, did the screenplay a story by uh, Jack Schaefer and Ned Benson. Um, I'm going to start with O.T. Fag Benley mm -hmm. uh, as the cast because he was underutilized and just suck on it. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Um, and uh, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Weiss. And uh, then you had uh, Violet McGraw, which played the younger Florence, and then Ever Anderson, who you also know as Mila Jovovich's daughter, who played Scarlett Johansson, younger. Um, that Mila has some really strong genes because that child looks identical to her. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, <clears throat> so, as per usual, it's a Marvel film. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going in for the sensational story, but. I thought that the trailer looked uh, the it looked the least marvelly, so I was like a little bit like, okay, maybe this won't be too crazy. Um, I guess I guess we'll start on a positive note. Okay, right. Um, it was it got straight to the point, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. It's always a good thing. Uh, there's nothing worse than Marvel trying to tell a story. It's like, please don't do that. Just mm -hmm. just get into it already. Um, <clears throat> so they got right into the story and it was far more violent than mm -hmm. I expected it to be. This is not in any way geared towards children, which is so unmarvel like this to me was not as extreme as Deadpool, obviously, but this was not Spider-Man, Avengers, Superman, any of that, it, Captain Marvel. It wasn't any of that. Those movies are like... You know, especially a movie like Captain Marvel, they're like, how do we sell dolls and how do we get yeah. in? On, how do we jump on the on the the, the marketing bandwagon for merch? Uh, this was not. I I I don't know what their what merch they would have for this. Honestly, like it, it's very much um, like and not in like a rated R kind of way, like right. but definitely uh, much more aggressive than mm -hmm. you would think uh, for a Marvel movie, which I really appreciated seeing as it was, uh, f you know, a female led film because yeah. usually it's, it gets kind of like feet Like it's, I thought it was going to be like freaking wonder woman, which I hate. <laughs> I <laughs> cannot stand those movies. Um, and I, I hate the action I'm air quoting in them oh, because it, it's there. It, it's so it's very floaty. It's like, they just slap panty liners all over that, those films and I can't stand them. And you know, so I appreciate that this was just like, all right, it 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 is what it is. Like we're fighting people. Like, you know, when when you slam somebody in the face with your shield and you come from some other planet, you've pretty much eviscerated their entire fucking head. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't understand the whole point of making that look pretty. It's like this is still a violent act. Are we are we really not gonna act like she didn't just crush that person's face in? Yeah. It still happened. Yeah. So this kind of went more that route. And I was like, oh, okay, I enjoy this. It almost had, um, it had like a, an atomic blonde Jason Bourne thing going yeah. for a while. And I was, I was all for that. 
And then it got so fantastical that I was <laughs> like, that, no, yeah, it's a, it's a Marvel movie. It's definitely a Marvel movie. I, okay. Yeah. You know, like for a second, I was like, oh, did we not get a Marvel movie? And then I was like, sucker. Yeah. I was like, oh, there it is. Um, and so I guess still in, in, the, in, in the, the pros, I'll, so I'll put that. They got to the point. Violent. Loved that. Um, cinematography was pretty. Yeah. And Florence Pugh was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll bleed that into the cons, which was that she was pretty much the only person that was entertaining for me. I, I really didn't. I disagree. I know you do. Um, but I, I'm I'm not a Scarlett Johansson person. I've mm-hmm. never watched anything of hers. Like, she's fine, I guess. But, yeah. I, like, she's never blown me away. I don't go out of my way. I, I hap- I, it's always that I, I watch things that she happens to be in, but I'm never like, oh, I have to watch that. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why. It's like I get the same person it's a it's the character never is just really like never a character that i'm like oh that's somebody different it's Mm. just always like scarlett johansson and she has a very distinctive voice on top of that yeah so it's it feels repetitive for me that's just me those are my two pennies whatever if you love her great mazel tov um but i was already like eh and my the the first con that i'm gonna go if i if i could only have one con it would be the fucking accents I don't know who was in charge of like when the accents would bleed in and bleed out. It made no sense. This entire family spoke perfect English from the jump. We opened with a family speaking perfect English. And then some shit goes down. Some ridiculous shit goes down. So it started off with the Marvel ridiculousness. Okay. With the, with the plane stop it mm-hmm. okay so it was already like the, we're getting fantastical we just started we're getting fantastical and then they hit the tarmat which i'm assuming was the next day because it was now daylight <clears throat> they hit the tarmat um we learned that they're bilingual which is like okay cool fine but they still spoke perfect english mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they had russian american accents when they spoke in english yeah. which was like what you just spoke English. Yeah. English is a very difficult language for people to learn. <clears throat> it's very difficult. So when you develop an American accent, you don't lose it all of a sudden. You would be bilingual and you would be fluent, perfectly fluent in both those languages, but you wouldn't all of a sudden have this way of talking because you were in Russia for a year. Yeah. Or a tarmat for 30 minutes. What are we doing here? What is that? How could you be like, yeah, we're on the tarmat and this is what's going to happen? Like all of a sudden. And at first I was like, did I hear? I came hearing that. I thought it was just me. Mm. Then I was like, no, 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 that's an accent. Why is there an accent? They didn't have an accent five seconds ago when they were in the car with each other. And all of a sudden (laughs) they have an accent. And then through the film, the accents just got worse. Thank God they didn't give one to Scarlett Johansson. I think she knew like oh, yeah, why bother never. right let's let's not let's not fool ourselves so i'm i appreciate that they didn't try to do that there but also black widow doesn't have an accent in the avengers so why yeah. would she suddenly have one um but the 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 uh explanation is going to be like oh well cuz they lived they they moved abroad right, but you you don't lose you don't suddenly lose the ability to speak english when you spoke english perfectly for so long yeah um and so i just i hated that I wished that, like Florence Pugh is uh, British, yes, right. So it's like, 
why would like just have her go to like London or something? So it'd be like, oh, she picked up a bit of a posh London accent. Yeah, yeah. that makes more sense than this like Russian hybrid English thing that they were doing. It was far too strong. And we suck at doing Russian accents, including myself. I mean, I was doing it to be funny because I know that doesn't sound great. We like, I don't know why we don't really like sit down as Americans with a dialect coach and try to get that down. It's yeah. so we love to just be like, we're going to make, first of all, we love Russian villains. That's like our favorite thing, but we never have the right accent yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like Rachel Weiss's accent, uh, for me was the worst mm. because she sounded British sometimes because she is and it yeah. would like bleed through and it would sound really strong and forced and then not and um I I definitely felt like uh um David Harbour pushed it too hard a lot as well it was just too much so the accents drove me crazy absolutely crazy um and then it, it was too fantastical for me yeah. I just wish that they'd like, I get it. I know it's Marvel. Like, they have to do this stuff. But uh, it, it, like you're telling me that you're questioning whether somebody can fall off of a bit. Like, it, you know, this is a world where Hulk exists. Like, I get that. But uh, Black Widow, Hawk, or whatever the hell Hawkeye, his name is, yeah. whatever. Uh, Iron Man, they're human beings. The only reason why Iron Man can do the things he does is because he wears a suit. Right, but how the hell are you falling out of an a fucking tower in the sky is falling, debris is falling down on top of you? I mean, barely a scratch, and I just don't understand because they're not superhuman. So yeah. it's <laughs> I'm going, I'm going on a tangent. I know it's they had stupid. quite a few car accidents that they walked away from. There were so many things that were like these are human beings. Yeah. At least tell me that her fancy pants lycra suit gives her some kind of superpower. No, mm. no, nothing. It's just a suit. So how that end scene was the most over the top thing yeah. I, that I've ever seen, even for a Marvel movie. It was just beyond. And the lack of injuries yeah. was suspect, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, somebody please correct me and say that Florence Pugh was like, no, fuck that. I don't want a skin tight suit. Um, but why were they in the same style suit, but then Florence Pugh was in a very baggy version of what Scarlett Johansson was wearing? I mean, you know, I don't I don't need a map to find the answer to that. Yeah. It's Scarlett Johansson and only she could have like the fucking banging body in here. Um, but I actually like I hope that they were like, no, we we're going to put them both in a suit. And Florence Pugh was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Tell me that. Which I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just was like, why? If that's what she wanted, great. It's just, it's a very Hollywood thing to do to be yeah. like, this person's the sex pot. How will we know the difference? Yeah. It's like, well, what do you, why did either of them need to? I mean, that's what I know. That's what her character is always in. I get it. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's for, for me, that's not as many cons as I would normally have. Yeah. Well, my, so my pros are pretty similar. You know, the action. I thought was so well done. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm a big fan of the fantastical, so I appreciate it. But I did, for me, this was dialed way back than like, you know, Endgame or something where you had like all these like powers flying everywhere and, and whatever. Yeah, but that's but like, the, that's uh, just the thing. You have all those characters. For this to be only two people was yeah. a bit much. But the uh, the action sequences and, and, and the, the staging and, and 
they're just getting they're just so good at making all their fight scenes and and fight choreography and action choreography look so good and um i really appreciate that do you feel it always looked like that through the whole movie? No, no, no. I mean, like, like you said that they're 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 always so good about that. I well, no, I think no, that their no, earlier stuff no, was garbage. Yeah, but... they've gotten well. That's that's why it stands out now is because, you know, they're just they're really starting to like you know when Captain America came out and it's like okay he's got a shield that's fun weapon but they found really interesting ways to use that mm-hmm. you know and so you know as the as these films progress they find more interesting ways for people to use their powers or to use their weapons and stuff. And, um, you know, they, they obviously don't really have like any kind of signature weapons necessarily, but, um, you know, having the, the villain taskmaster taskmaster fighting and all these, you can see this style. I know you probably didn't pick up on it, but you can see like when taskmaster was fighting, you can see him, her, what it, uh, doing all of these different moves that like Spider-Man would do or, or, um, Black Panther would do or the moves that the person that they're fighting would do. So um, I would have liked to have seen much more story of Taskmaster. It was just like, oh, this is that person and they can do this and let's fight. Like there's no, I mean, they get, there is a little bit of a story there, but I don't know. I feel like it was kind of quick. And so, I mean, it's just a movie, you know. It's what like person? Taskmaster. Who the, the hell is that? Person that the, the daughter. Oh, the daughter. Yeah. Oh, that was another problem I had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but I, I appreciated all all of that stuff. I I you know, I Florence Pugh is great. I Scarlett Johansson's fine. I'm just used to her being Black Widow, so it's like whatever, she's not bad, she's good. I like Rachel Weiss more than I think I do, you know, ever. It's like, you know, she does real movies and she's like mm-hmm. a, a real actor and she's really good and but she's, you know, her her character story is one that I did not get at all. Yeah. Um, because she was like working for this guy, knowing exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then then this family that she had for three years, like 10 years ago, comes along and she's like, okay, I'm going to change all of my morals and mm-hmm. now go against this person. And I, I, I didn't really get the impression that she was trapped in some way, you know? Well, she he had the control thing on her where she couldn't like turn against him or whatever. Well, yeah, it's got that 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 pheromone thing. I was just like, that's, I don't what <laughs> stupid. Make it, it is a stupid. Yeah, but whatever. I get it. I I let a lot of that stuff go when I watch these movies. But um, how will we explain the control? A pheromone. Yeah. Check it. Let's it do might that. Might be might be a comic thing. I don't know. But um, her her character arc, I just I didn't get. You know, and, which is a shame because she, I think she's a good actor. So, um, and so I was like. Wait, so you know you but then Well, do you remember in the beginning cuz I didn't know that they de-aged her and I yeah. leaned over to you and I was like she's definitely had some work done. Yeah. Um, but digital, I I meant it work. like in an amazing way like I don't know who her surgeon was, but damn cuz yeah. like first Weta, first of all uh Rachel Weiss does not look her age at all Normally, in yeah. regular life. In normal regular days And on her day-to-day, she does not look her age at all. But this was like, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like, even for her. And then you were like, no, they de-aged her. I was like, oh, that makes more sense. They did a really good job with, I mean, her, I don't feel like it was that difficult. But David Harbour, they did a really good job with de-aging him, I thought. And and Yeah, they were like, just take five years off, Rachel. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It would just smooth out, just put a little blur on the skin and you're fine. Um, But David Harbour's character, aside from the accent, obviously, I... I, he stole the movie for me. I love. Really? Him. I love. I mean, I don't know. If that's a bit 
maybe much, but I don't know. I just loved his kind of his swagger that he had in this in this. And um, I thought he was a dick. Yeah, I didn't but understand I, I just the like, the, like redeeming side of him. I'm no, like, no, no, I don't. Just I'm, an I'm not speaking to the morals of the character. I'm just talking about him playing the character and, and stuff. Uh, I just love the way he kind of just leaned into that role, and and he, you know he made this choice to, or him and the director or whoever made this choice to take this character there, and he committed to it. And I really appreciated that. I thought that was like I don't know. It's just so David I th- Harbour. I thought you, you know? meant like the the character. Like yeah, no, he, the character. He's like a good whatever, actor, but... and he did he did a good job. But I no, like his... Florence Pugh's character. Like when oh, I say sure. like uh, you know. Um, cause I'm not talking about acting ability cause obviously Rachel Weiss is just as strong an actor as, uh, you know, uh, Florence. But, uh, for me, when I say that, like Florence Pugh stole it from me, it was her character. Like yeah. to me, her character was the most entertaining oh, yeah, 100%. of them. His was like, it was too much. A lot of the time he did great. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I no, I yeah. Think... I'm speaking to David Harbour, the actor, okay. not his character. I, um, there's just something so intriguing when he when i when he's acting and, and i'm watching him in a role like this because i'm used to seeing him in like um stranger, you know, stranger things. things where it's like he's you know it's more of a kind of a straightforward well, kind character. of a smart ass on that too yeah so. but i just love the the snark that he brings inside i'm a big fan of like snarky personalities and and that would explain the marriage to me yeah um but yeah no florence Pugh's character is definitely the best they're obviously setting her up to become part of the marvel universe, if you will <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think she's a welcome addition. But, um, yeah, I did have a lot of cons. Rachel Wise's character motivations just I did not understand at all. I didn't really get, like, we as the viewer, we see this connection. You know, they, 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 they were together very formidable years, that sort of thing. But then it's like they have, like, this family dinner and – they act as if they grew up their whole lives together, you know, and it's like they only spent three years together. Yeah. You know, and it's been probably, you know, 10, 12 years since then. So yeah, I get the whole aspect of like, you know, missing these people, but it's like, I don't know. I I just, yeah, I think especially, um, like I would have preferred them spend, you know, they were raised that way, you know? So I don't know. At least five years, three years seems seems really like short. Um, Um, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. The, it, it it was really I I really enjoyed it, but I did have some issues with it. You know, the uh, Rachel Weiss's character's motivations being like probably one of the bigger issues for me. And um, but see, for me, it was him and the as pheromone well. thing. I was like, what? I don't. His, his character's motivations were like he was a narcissistic, toxic person. I get that. Um, but then like. You 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 have to give that person a redeeming quality, and I didn't see it. I, mm. I I see how maybe somebody would be like, "Oh, look, he did a nice thing, so now he's a different person." I'm like, "No, like you, you literally sold these women off to like traffickers." Yeah, it's a sex trafficking yeah, like, yeah. business. Basically, you sold children off to traffickers who were then like mutilated and brainwashed. You're a dick. Yeah. Same with Rachel Weiss. You're an asshole. You're both dicks. I don't like either of you. So it wasn't like at the end when everything was like all wrapped up, like, oh, we're a family now. I'm like, fuck that. Like, you guys are nuts. Yeah. I would never want these people in my life. Like, who the hell would want that? I didn't understand that part of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will give props to Florence Pugh's performance at the dinner table because uh, that bitch can cry like no one else. So, like, I'll give yeah. her that. Like, she has the most realistic uh 
cry face. It's like there was there were scenes, for instance, where for me, Rachel Weiss, you could see her trying to become emotional in that in that moment. Mm -hmm. And with uh, Florence, it just sort of comes like she's not crying one minute and she's crying in the next, you know, and it, it there's. There's really not even a transition because she doesn't require one. It's yeah. just it, it, you know it's it's the same as you know when you're 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 trying not to become emotional and your body just inadvertently is like yeah. we're gonna do this right now. Yeah. Um, and so I I really even though I didn't understand why she was so attached to these people like why she, the emotion was there because it was like you were so young when you were in their life anyway I don't mm-hmm. get it. Uh, but I still, you know, like the execution of that was really good. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, I thought these people were were horrible, horrible parents and people. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I couldn't root for them at all. Um, I am, I guess, like I, sort of excited that may, maybe Florence Pugh will be in future films because I like Well, her, I, I feel like I it's going to be, you know, my guess is, you know, because they're doing this Hawkeye show. And I mean, we know Julia Louis-Dreyfus is going to be in stuff, and I love her, so. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Some people don't, and I don't understand uh, yeah. it. She's fantastic. I question their taste. In <laughs> um, but, you know, so my guess is that she's going to be part of the Hawkeye show where she's trying to kill him. <sighs> That's gonna, well, that part's going to be so. good, but I don't, like, I don't like the Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't like the runner. Yeah. Somebody listening to this show would be like, bitch, who the fuck do you like? You yeah. don't like anyone. I like plenty of people. Yeah. Um, well, you gave... Florence Pugh props and David Harbour and Rachel Weisz. Well, no, I'm always like, uh, it's like James Franco, fuck him. Jared Leto, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, fuck him. <laughs> Scarlett, LaBeouf, Scarlett Johansson, don't like her. <laughs> just uh, there's a lot of actors out there, so there's a handful that I'm not really a fan of, and it just yeah. so happens to be that we've seen a lot of their stuff. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, I don't like the Scarlett Joe. Uh, no, uh, Black Widow mm-hmm. and Hawkeye and that fucking witchy girl. They, they're, to me, they're like, I, they don't belong. They are so displaced when I think of Marvel characters, right? Mm-hmm. When I think of the abilities of Superman, who's not even human, you know, he's a friggin' alien. And the Hulk, the, who's chemically created, yeah, you know, yeah. they, you know they, all these people have this, you know, Iron Man is pushing it with me. All right. Well, we gave him, you know, like a Jeff Bezos kind of fucking a budget. Okay, fine. I'll give you that he can create a suit that fly. Okay, fine. Like you, okay. But you're really pushing it once that suits off. Like, what are you doing here? Otherwise, you know? So that kind of thing, like Spider-Man, it's like, oh, the suit makes him do things. And sure, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Hawkeye, like what, what does he do? He's really good with bows and arrows. (laughs) Like, what are we fighting in the fucking revolution? Like what is, I mean, He'd be killer in Lord of the Rings. Is this like some kind of like bicentennial fight that yeah. I'm not aware of? That's like a reenactment. You put him like in a Civil War reenactment and he'd be the man. But like yeah. with the Avengers, you shoot arrows really well. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. A show, an entire show about that. Yeah. What have I done to deserve that? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. I really hope she's in it then because I know I'm going to have to sit through the shit when you watch it. Mm-hmm. And God help me. Actually, this shouldn't really be a short show because shouldn't you be talking about Loki? Loki? Yeah, I planned on it. Oh, well, we didn't say that in the beginning, sir. Yeah. Well, it's just two. I don't have much to say. And you didn't really watch it too much. You were present I for was it. present, but I assumed you were going to yeah. have things to say about it. I do. Oh, all right. Oh, I got some things to say. Okay. 
Go ahead. I'll play a game on my phone. Go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're done with Black Widow. I don't know. I would recommend. I would definitely recommend seeing, it, especially um, if you at all like any kind of Marvel movies. I feel like it was for me personally. I figure. I, I think it was like one of the better ones. I wish they had kept that atomic blonde juice and born shit going. Yeah. That was that that one stretch when she was it in Berlin. Were they in Berlin? I don't remember where they went. Where she went. Oh, when like the, when she, where all that took place. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I think they were in Berlin. I'm not sure. I could yeah. be totally wrong with that. Um, but it was so out of character for their films, and I was like, "Yes, let's do this." And then you know, it was yeah. over, and I was like, "Oh, no. oh." That, that my other complaint with this film is is it goes into the my big my biggest complaint with a lot of Marvel stuff is that it's the uh, Iron Manification of everything, where it's like you're getting something from nothing, you know, what do you like mean? so like. And I think it was Endgame. They would just like tap their neck and then a, a helmet would just mm, mm-hmm. animate out like it was metal. But it's like, I don't know. It doesn't give it any substance to me. It's like, where was – like, how does <laughs> – Where was that does, tucked in? Yeah, where was that? And like Iron Man's whole suit is like that. It's like he pushes a thing and then all these little micro things happen and then all of a sudden he's got big boosters. And it's like, wait, physics here. Like there's no way that all of this <laughs> – you know, so in this film, they had a scene where they tapped the side of their head and they had like this kind of face thing that was like, you know, made their face look like somebody else's face. Yes. And okay, it's like, wait, yes. well, their bodies are different and they're, you know, I guess it would adjust their facial structure. I don't know. But it's just like it makes it feel so weightless, I guess, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I, I appreciate the... uh the 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 theory behind it and and the 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 way that it kind of moved the plot along I guess but it was like it just it's like oh you just put this thing and then you could totally be another person why doesn't everybody do this all the time all the time yeah. <laughs> it seems like a wasted talent yeah um, I did just want to kind of jump quickly into the the with the fucking flax tacker or whatever the hell that thing was taskmaster whatever um there was a scene on the bridge in the beginning when she was still in yeah. Alaska I think she was wherever the hell she was hiding out. Um, and I I had a feeling that that character was supposed to be female. Mm-hmm. And the Tom Hardy gait that that actor had on that bridge, yeah. like that person through the entire film looked nothing body-wise at all mm-hmm. like the actual actor actor that was in there that was kind of wafy. Yeah. So that was either like like – could have been a, a really buff athletic woman or it was a dude. Yeah. And it so, so it was like, this is the same person. I was like, it is not. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. That is not even close to the same person. The body looks nothing like that person. Uh, anyway, so I thought that was kind of magoo. But I didn't hate it. Yeah. I, I whatever go in stu- with Whatever stunt person they got to, to – I mean, there's probably a, quite a few of them, but the stunt people that were involved in Taskmaster and – like I, I, I love the, the it's simple little stupid things, but like the little poses and just the, the aggressive way that they would walk and like grab the shield or like do something. It's it was just um, yeah, choreography was great. I it mean, was really good. It was really good. It's just you know, it's 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 a Marvel movie. I don't know. You get what you get. All right, so you're so you're Loki. Marvel shows. Now let's now <laughs> let's let's change gears and go to Marvel shows. Fucking yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Loki came out. It just finished um, on the Disney Plus service, and uh, we've we've I've watched all the two other shows on there, um, WandaVision and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I liked both of them a lot. Um, I really appreciated WandaVision's kind of unique take on things, especially at the beginning. You know, then towards the end, it 
you know, became more typical or whatever, which is fine. I'm, I'm in. Um, but I appreciated the whole sitcom thing. I thought it was really clever and interesting. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, I thought was really good. A lot of great action scenes. Um, good Falcon character and moments. Soldier, even though I, I'm present for these things, I don't really watch them. It reminded me of The Boys. Yeah. Well, you know, like but, not like PG. Nearly, yeah. Yeah. yeah like obviously. I like that Falcon and Winter Soldier, de- you know, dealt a lot with like race and, and everything and had something to say beyond like cool powers and stuff. I really appreciated that, obviously. And so. Um, well, isn't that wasn't that always su- like supposed to be a thing? And I mean, that's always been a thing for Stanley, like kind of sneaking oh, yeah. political stuff into the comics. And oh, those, yeah, for sure. How yeah. they had those discussions back yeah. then. But it, a lot of that get, has gotten lost in the, yeah. in the money marketing the, yeah. scheme of. A lot of sci-fi, especially back in those days, were very yeah. politically driven and Twilight stuff. Zone. So, yeah. Okay. But this show, for me, it didn't, it wasn't as like, um, you know, it wasn't as revolutionary, I guess, as WandaVision was and with the sitcom thing. And it, it didn't have as much to say politically, like the, uh, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier thing, Falcon and Winter Soldier, sorry. Um, uh, but it was, this was the most marveliest of them all in terms of like special powers and stuff because you're dealing with Loki. And I don't know, man. I just, I, I really loved this show a lot. Um, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, you did. You yeah. loved the show a lot. A lot, okay. yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite one, but it might be. Oh. Yeah. Really? Tom Hiddleston was just like killer in this. I mean, I always liked him as Loki and I thought he was a good actor, but seeing him actually be able to like really dive into this character and, and, you know, just add little things like his hair whips and stuff, I thought was really funny and, and interesting. Uh, but yeah, just kind of like the story of it all and how how big it all is. You know, I appreciate smaller stories. Like that's why I liked a lot about Black Widow and Falcon Winter Soldier is that they're just they're, the stories are smaller. That this is not always the end of the world that they're dealing with, and mm-hmm. I I really like that. But this kind of was dealing with like the entirety of time and and the you know the universe and stuff. But yeah, just the uh, I, I thought it was really really well done um, and. Any show that can make me like Owen Wilson <laughs> is, doing, <laughs> is doing something well. Like I, he felt the least Owen Wilson ever in this. Um, and so I, you would say that he wowed you. Yeah, he didn't wow me. <laughs> <laughs> We're idiots. Oh um, yes. And so yeah, I don't know. I mean, the whole concept of it, and I had read early on that. Kevin Feige, who's kind of the mastermind of all this sort of all this Marvel stuff, didn't really want to put anything in the TV shows that were going to affect the movies. He kind of wanted you to be able to just see the movies and, and get it all, or just see the TV shows and get it all. But I don't know because there's things that happen in this show that are going to definitely affect uh, things that are going to happen in future films and and everything. And so I'm inter- I'm really interested to see how this is going to affect things. And, um, yeah, I mean, I liked Loki's journey. You know, we all knew that, like, Loki started off as a bad guy and then kind of became a good guy and and everything. What and about so, that um, theory that I had showed you? Does that make any sense to you about him as his younger self? Oh, with what Thor says or whatever? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really get that. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I didn't. I, That's I didn't why really I showed it to you. It, yeah. Does this make sense to you? Um, um, the, it's, 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 it's. It's a huge introduction into the multiverse, you know. I mean, they deal multiverse. with it a little, multiverse. Multiverse. <laughs> it's a, they deal with it a little bit in um, 
the uh, the last Spider-Man film, and you know it's something they've always kind of like danced around. But this film kind of like, or this show rather, kind of just dives head head first right into this whole concept of it. And um, yeah, the 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 use of like the multi Loki's and the variants and everything, and then it all culminates to the final episode. What does it culminate to? The final episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where we have. Um, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, in it, and that is literally the only at the only. It was this the, entire show is the only time I picked my head up because I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And of course, he's at the end. It was the most exciting episode of exposition I've ever seen. I love Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors is just chewing the scenery Dude. here, as they say in the acting world, right? Also, uh, uh, Wunmi Mosaku. I probably killed that. Um, she was in Lovecraft with him, who was also in this show as yes. well. So yeah. they're both in this thin yeah. same show again. Yeah, her character is great as well. But he just is like, you know, like generally I work with that guy. I don't know. I just I just first of all, I didn't watch the show. I was just present. So I have no idea. I have no reference because I yeah. just didn't care. And I was like, I don't even know what's happening. But I sat there and watched his scene. Yeah. Because he was so captivating in the way so he played that character. Generally when people play he kind of played like kind of this dramatic over the top kind of character. Um, and generally when people play this, they just, they just go too far mm-hmm. and it's a very easy character to, to kind of let get away from you a little bit. But the way that he crafted That's a tough this, character to play. That would scare me. The way that he crafted this character and was able to just be that way, uh, it was just so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I can see why he was nominated for an Oscar, I believe, right? For Lovecraft. I think so. Um, but he's just Which such- Which they canceled, by the way. Yeah, Whatever. Um, the way that, the the way that he played this character was just so perfect and brilliant and all the little intricacies of stuff, like when they, spoiler alert, when they killed him at the end, he doesn't have some huge thing that, some huge speech, he just says, I'll see you soon and winks. And the way he does that is just so, so good. And even in the way he dies, right? Because a lot of the times you get like, uh, um, I've seen otherwise strong actors not die well in things. What was her, what's her face? Was like the biggest face? culprit of that um, in uh, Batman. Well, in Dark Knight, rather. In, in uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, she didn't die. Um, yes, yeah, she did. Not they well. Not like up. I mean, in the Dark Knight series, uh, not not in that specific one. Um, oh God, I can't remember. Her I don't know now. She has like one of the worst deaths I have performances and deaths that I've ever seen in modern film. I have ever seen. It was like. I remember watching in the theater and being like, that could not have been serious. And then I was like, nope, nope, they're still going with the scene. She's dead. I can't believe that. Like, I don't know how a director was Anne Hathaway? No, she she didn't die either. (laughs) Did you pay attention to those films? Trying Um, to think of all the females. Like, I just, I cannot imagine as, like, I don't know if this was like, um, like an on set feud or like, is she a diva on set? I don't know. Like, I don't know what how you could possibly get away with that how a director wasn't like there's no fucking way in hell that we're calling that a death scene you're doing that again <laughs> i don't know i don't know how she pulled that off marianne cotillard oh yeah, um, yeah yeah atrocious death and well that was yeah that was the last film um you can you know dying isn't dying uh convincingly isn't easy because there's Depending on the situation, people die differently, right? Yeah, some yeah. people die very quietly. Some people go flailing. Uh, but you could see like a death like his being overacted. And so he um, was, he just kept it in such a like 
very in line with the character. Like the character wouldn't have made a fuss about dying because you're probably most likely not actually dead. Like it's Marvel after yeah, all, yeah. so he's gonna pop up again. And well, that's it. He knew that, you know. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So that, but yeah, but he's he's just such a good actor that I didn't even really need to. I didn't need to know what was going on to just be like I'm gonna stop and watch this performance because it deserves it. Yeah, I loved and I loved the you know the the Tom Hiddleston and. Uh, the actor that played the female Loki. And so like their, their chemistry was really good. The the issue I had with them was that the, this relationship, Sophia, something or other. Yeah. Their relationship. Yeah. Their relationship just was, they were fighting each other. Then they liked each other and it was just so quick. And I feel like with the being, it being a show, you have the time to like have them start to like and help each other and stuff. So I, um, that was a little like, thing that I would like a con I guess um that and the other thing is just this like Loki's powers and his ability like we're talking about a a a person that defeated Captain America at one point and now he's struggling with a bunch of dudes on a train so it's like a little inconsistent there and I get it you know for storytelling purposes you can't have him being overpowered Mm -hmm. because he would just superman his way through everything so um I get it but that was kind of like a like a weird thing, but, um, and yeah. I would have liked to have seen more interesting ways for that, even though it's just praising Marvel for this, but I would have liked to have seen more interesting ways for him to use his powers. You know, he did in the room when he was fighting, you know, when the two Lokis were fighting, um, it had some kind of interesting things there and there was some things here and there, but I would have liked to have seen more of that, I guess. Um, the whole like thing with the timekeepers and the whole aesthetic of that room, I thought I really liked it. I really liked it. And the whole concept behind that thing, and and the 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 main variant who's kind of in charge of all the other variant the not the variants but the uh, I mean they all are variants but all the timekeeper people. I thought they they did decently with like wasn't there like some like crocodile or something? Yeah, the the crocodile Loki or the alligator yeah. Loki or whatever. Like that was done Loki Gator better than you know than i than i expected yeah they kept it to a minimum so they yeah. probably could focus on it a little bit yeah. more i thought that was like well done but again i was like kind of that i was just present i wasn't really paying attention to yeah a storyline but if you say you loved it then you know i did all right I, I really did um and i know this was you know a lot of people some people loved this some people hate it but i loved it and i don't think you've ever watched anything and said you hated it <laughs> Well, because it's not my job to come on here and say I hate things. We come on here and we say we like things. Speak for yourself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I. Uh... Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't go out of my way to say I hate something. But if if I don't like something, I'm not going to. If I generally just don't like something, I'm not going to find. Well, there was that show about it that recently. I'm like, not well, sort of recently. I started like, watching, I like it. and I was like, no, I'm not going to watch this. What? Remember, it was I don't know what it was called. Who was watching? Me, I started. I watched like one episode of it, and oh. then I was like, "No, I'm out." What was that? And I was on Netflix, and so I've done that with I think two shows now. Where I started watching, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. That's like independent stuff. I'm talking about like you know this this crap that that we're expected to watch. You've never been like, "Oh, I hated that." Yeah. All right, so let's let's finish this one out. Um, I loved it. Thought it was great. Tom Hiddleston, love him. Female Loki, so. so Sophia, Sophie, she's Sophia. great. She's great in it. Your boy, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> I'm like horrible with names today. Just kind of absolutely stole, especially that last episode 
was just brilliant. Um, I can't say enough. I can't praise him enough for this. And 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 I love the ramifications that this show is going to have on the universe. And I thought that was a very bold move uh, to make. And I'm interested to see where it goes. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, I think well done, money making Marvel machine. <laughs> money machine. Um, I think I just want to say that, like, I realize that there's, there's, it's unlikely, and there's a reason why people don't like, you know, the a lot of what you call serious dramatic actors don't like doing these movies. They do them for the paycheck. You're not doing it because of, you know, everybody yeah. knows that you're not doing it because of the complex writing and character development. It's like, you know, you get a really nice paycheck. I'm not gonna hate on somebody getting a nice paycheck, um, but. I think one of the reasons why I am like I'm never really sold aside from the stories for me is that you never really get like you don't get, you don't get performances from like they don't pick actors that blow you away. You know what I mean? It's always like good actors. Oh, this person's a good actor or mm-hmm. whatever. But you get a couple people, and I feel like when they do get that person, that person doesn't. It's never a really hard part. Like oh, let's get we got Michelle Williams in Venom. She looked the most bored I've ever seen her in her life. It was such, it was not a challenge for her at all. She was, it It did not need to be Michelle Williams at all. Yeah. That was a complete waste of time for her as an actor. Mm-hmm. And it showed, it was like, whatever. Um, Robert Downey Jr., who's an amazing dramatic actor. I feel like, Iron, like, it's funny because so many people love him because of Iron Man and that's how they like yeah. him. But like, I go back with RDJ. I'm going back like, 80s with him and so um less than zero is one wildly inappropriate film for me at at my age but it was one of my favorites and he was a complete mess in it um in the in the greatest way Mm -hmm. uh although it kind of was art imitating life unfortunately we found out later but um it's like for me iron man is it's an easy character for him Mm. and it's kind i feel like that's how he is so it's not it's not a stretch you know (laughs) like he's a a more uh, subdued Iron Man in real life. So it's like, that's not a challenge for him. He's a great actor. Um, So being able to see Florence Pugh and Jonathan Majors and Julie Louis-Dreyfus, it it makes it tolerable for me because I stop. I still don't care about these movies and and the storyline, but I will stop to watch those performances because I'm like, these actors always give a great performance. And And that's what those films need. Yeah, and I feel like they're probably like loosening up a bit like with allowing the actors to kind of go places with Please these characters. Please do. You know? it's, it's needed. I mean, I haven't really seen where Julia Louis-Dreyfus is going to go with that character, but I like the way she plays this kind of like, again, snarky kind of, you know. Elaine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, kind of an Elaine. Yeah. Um, in that, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I say keep keep those actors coming. And let them do their let thing. The, I, I think it's more of that. Just like if you're gonna get if you're gonna get an amazing actor, let them do their thing. Because there's a lot of great actors that don't blow me away in those films because I don't think they can. Yeah, it's not them. It's the the writing and the restrictions from the studios, whatever. Anyway, shout outs. MoGraph, and actually we're gonna be on MoGraph Friday, September third. Yeah, it was supposed to be in August, but we had to move yeah, it. We had to change it. it so it'll be schedule and stuff in but, September. Um, Friday, uh, September third, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at uh, one o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Tune be in live as well. So be live. So we'll have to put pants on. Yeah. Well, no. or not. <laughs> just just a shirt. It's fine. <laughs> just don't Donald stand Duckett. up. Um, 
yeah, so uh, if there's anything that you think that we should be watching or whatever, we have a, a bunch of movies and stuff that I need to be able to get two hours out of your day to get you to watch with me in order to review them. So good luck with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.